Fit for Life Radio, episode number 149. Gary and Will here. We're back. Today we are talking about how small amounts of exercise has benefits. Just little bites. Doing a research review from our Precision Nutrition Academy Research Insider. Boom. And this one's near and dear to our heart. We talked about it a lot, It, you know, with, um, yeah, effective dose, right? You can probably go back. We've done podcasts on what, what's effective dose. And people underestimate the power of small amounts of exercise and enter into this all-or-nothing mindset. I think like, people overestimate what they get out of doing a ton of exercise, mm-hmm. too. And underestimate, underestimate a minimal amount. And then it's like, if they can only do a little, they feel like they're underachieving and well, I'm just going to do nothing. Right. And I'm going to wait till I can go six days a week. Right. And again, yeah, if you're a bodybuilder and you have to step on stage and have 6% body fat and, or you're an athlete, you have a sport, like, yeah, there's diminishing returns, but more can be helpful with those things. But the reality is most people, you aren't those things. Most people just want to be healthy. Yeah. And in the context of what we're talking about, so when we say small amounts of exercise has benefits, and from this study, which was over nearly 15 years to over 272,000 older adults, the takeaway was engaging in even relatively low amounts of physical activity significantly decreases risk of death from cancer cardiovascular disease and all causes compared to being sedentary so just a little tiny bit of exercise in the grand scheme makes massive benefits to these ultimate health things that i think most people that is their goal like hey you want to i know for me it's like you want to maintain your form and function for as long as possible and avoid these drastic things right so and we'll get into okay what is a little what is the amount and I think for most people, it will be shocking, right? And the takeaways are going to be pretty simple. Uh, so the TDLR is ultimately, you don't need much. It's going to be about, it can be as little as an hour a week. And Which, like, we can break that down into a yeah, couple and you, and different you just, things. You just need to be consistent, right? And the biggest problem we see, you know, having a gym, working with nutrition clients, so intimately, you know, building relationships with people and seeing the struggles and ons and offs. We, we even have a coach at the gym who basically there, that's what they do is keep people engaged. Hey, if people haven't been reach out, you know, he, and then, yeah, we get to hear people's reasonings and, and, and try to encourage them, help them build, um, planning skills and habits. But ultimately most people, it's like, if I can't go four five, six times a week, they fall off and do none. And then don't see the value in only coming like one or two times a week. But like we've talked about in the past is, you know, coming a bunch is super diminishing returns, right? Yeah. For, for most people, most goals, you know, you could come two days a week, some resistance training, a little bit of hit or some, and some walking outside of that. And you're going to get like 90% of the benefits, right? Of, hey, preventing muscle loss, building, yeah. s- maintaining, building strength and stress relief and uh, improving insulin sensitivity, things like that. And that's just two. If you came more... You get, you may, you get some more benefits, but it's like maybe 10% more, right? It's not like you're doubling. You don't double no. the benefits. More is not better. I, mean, I know we've said that a million times. But then the big catch is even though two feels so close to zero or one feels so close to zero. It's 90% better than zero. <laughs> it's Yeah. So when you come, when you do it none, so when you fall off, 
you, you, you're losing out. You're losing out on all the benefits. Mm-hmm. Like zero. zero. Yeah. So, and like, this is what this study showed too. Like you're sedentary, the risks skyrocket. Whereas one hour a week of some activity drastically improves these things. So you need, you want, you should find, you have to find something that you'll do consistently, right? And if you can do it on your own, great. If you need to hire a personal trainer, that may be what you need to do. If you need group training, and that keeps you going consistent. Seek that out. That's awesome. But you want to basically do something and do it consistently. And if you have huge gaps where you fall off for a week and then it turns into two years or six months or really anything, uh, that's what you want to avoid. Like, so don't be down on yourself when you can only come a small amount. Realize you may have seasons of your life and stages where that's all you can do. But even if you are super busy and you can just schedule in one time a week, there is a massive, again, benefits to preventing really most chronic diseases. Yeah, significantly d- decrease the risk, again, of cancer, cardiovascular disease, and all calls. Uh, so now, yeah, what are those amounts? So in this study, a bunch of different activities, and it gets fancy. Like they use these things called MET, which like measures like energy or units of energy and things like that. But ultimately, and across um, exercise types, you know, so you're just basically doing something. We have one hour a week. So even with walking, it was, you know, which is obviously st- almost as low intensity as you can get is like an hour 45. Um, so really between one and two hours a week. So for walking, that'd be, was like a 15 minute walk a day. 15. Yeah. That's 15 minutes a day. Um, that's a walk around the block for most people. Yep. And the people who were doing stuff, you know, it could be walking, it could be, um, you know, aerobic stuff. It could be even sports like tennis, cycling, something. Obviously resistance training, you're moving and you get the added benefit of, you know, strength, that kind of stuff. So, you know, that's where if you only had one hour, we would say, hey, do a good full body resistance training workout, throw in a little hit at the end and and you're covered, right? Call it a day. So, um, yeah, one hour a week. A week. That's it. How many hours are in a week? Lots. Yeah. Just one, Let's man. even reverse engineer, right? So someone has, say they're maxing out their sleep, which most people don't. <laughs> but let's say, so there's 24 hours in they, a day. They get their eight hours of sleep. 24 hours in a day times seven, 168 hours in a week. Mm-hmm. And say you're getting your eight. Every day. That's fi- minus 56. Yep. So now we're at... 112 then say you work a full eight hours. eight hour job we'll even say we'll call it nine you got it because you got to drive mm-hmm. right um so and then we'll just say there's another hour buffer so 10 more just so i can do easier math yeah but, that's easy so subtract 70 then we'll say you got kids you got you got they got to go to sports got kid duty. and stuff so we'll even say there's like what we'll say three hours a day mm-hmm. of kid activity, kid response, getting them ready for school, yep. going to sports. So then that's uh, 21. Now we'll even say you got to, Hey, you got to go grocery shop, prepare some food, eat um, even outside of the buffer. We've already provided with the work, but we'll say, you know, that's, we'll say one hour a day to yeah. eat food and then two hours a week. Shop. The grocery shop. So we save three hours and prepare some. 
So that's three plus the hour day seven, so that's 10. Still got, what's that say? 11 hours. 11 hours. Pfft. We missing anything? We only need one. Just one of them. Then you got 10. <laughs> then you still got 10 you to still got 10 more. Do whatever you want. To watch Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Game of Thrones, yeah. whatever you watch. So let's even do that. You're on your phone for two hours a day. Oh, actually, then, yeah, then <laughs> there's the difference right there. <laughs> then we go into the negatives yeah, on we that. Go into the negative. So you're on your phone one hour a day. Then that, that. We still got four hours. We still got, we still got four hours. Four or five hours. So. You Listen, got, you, you got to pencil that hour in, guys, girls, days. Yes, you have to. So, look, 30 minutes a day, oh, like man. 30 minutes twice a week. And, and here's the thing. Feel po- like feel powerful about it. Yeah. Like train your brain to be like, I, this is awesome. I got it. Ch- check the box. This is Gucci. Killed it. Like I'm not failing. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting one hour and I'm penciling it in. It's hard. You know? A lot of it's our expectations for ourselves and maybe – our mindset towards what we think we need to do because mm-hmm. for just so long, people think they have to train like pro athletes and, yep. you know, and that's what oh, they see everyone else doing Yeah, on the outside. And then you, of course, the people who are sedentary ain't talking about it. No, but the reality is like being sedentary is so bad. As you can see, it only takes one hour a week to have massive benefits and lower your risk of cardiovascular disease, cancers, yeah. all cause mortality. So like, Yes, it, to, what that really shows is like how bad being completely sedentary is. Yeah, is that being active for an, an yeah. hour a week? Yeah, makes your body work a whole lot better. Yep, <laughs> you know, which should lend itself to you know, like we are designed to move and we should move, and you know, but on the flip side, we shouldn't beat ourselves yeah. up and, and drive ourselves into the ground to get there. Yeah, and that's you know one of our passions with our gym and stuff is. Because we help people who struggle with regular gyms. So essentially, most of our clients come to us being sedentary, Mm -hmm. right? And the real reality is there is so much to gain to go from being sedentary to moving. Yeah. Like, it's a big, big deal. Yeah, you feel better. So, but then what people don't realize is, oh, man, I I used to make it in five days a week, and now I can't. I could only get in once or twice. We'll propose the idea of just coming once or twice, and, ah, it's not worth it. You know, and the reality is like, well... If you end up being sedentary, it definitely is worth yeah. it, right? Uh, or but and it doesn't have to be like the gym. Could be know? anything. Do something, right? Yeah. But most people go for a bike ride. Yeah, I think most people having a place to go is helpful, mm-hmm. right? It's an appointment. It's something that it's a routine, and that's I think helpful in this day and age for people. You know, it's less willy nilly and free form than just going outside and going for a jog. Yep. Um, you know, it's a little more yeah. structure. You don't have to be a power lifter, comp- competition power lifter, no. crossfitter, triathlon or marathoner. You know, you can just go to the gym and do some stuff. And be fit. That's it. That's and, all. And then from there, you get moving, get consistent. Yeah. Consistency is the name of the game. Always will be. Yeah. You know, like if you're doing, I don't know, we'll call it half effort, but you show up every time. You're yeah. consistent. And again, you know, us, like we recommend generally – we're going to recommend strength training to everyone as a base. You have an hour, like do some strength training because then there's, you get multiple this is, uh, yeah. benefits. You know, it's a stack. You can think of the difference as like strength training would be like investing, right? So you're going to get some dividends down the road by maintaining that muscle mass. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, all benefits have the, or all activities have the benefit of movement, right? Which is good in and of that time. It's like, um, 
you know, you, you get that initial, you get that paycheck, right? Or you, you just put something in a savings account. Mm-hmm. But again, with the strength training, you get, get those dividends, you get, you know, down and they the pay road. off for years. So of, of maintaining that, we're muscle a little bit biased and function of your, not just muscle, ligaments, tendons, everything, bones. Um, but yeah, get consistent, right? Even if it is just walking, um, you, you got to be consistent with it. If you have these low, and the problem is a week, two weeks off turns into uh, years, mm-hmm. de- decades. Yeah. If you, you know, if you do ever have time off, I think a good thing for people to work on is just getting back to your routine sooner and know that no matter how you slice it, when you do have a little bit of a lull, you know, you, you're off for a week, then like there is a little bit of a barrier for you to come back. There always will be, you know, you almost have to try a little bit harder up front to kind of push through that. But then as you get back into your routine, like everything's fine. Yeah. But there is that barrier to entry when it hasn't been the habit for mm-hmm. the past week or two. So you just have to get through that uncomfortable, I don't want to do this feeling. And then generally you'll fall right back into yep. that good feeling. Yeah. And again, like, so yeah, one hour. Now we will recommend to people like two, just, just so, mm-hmm. um, you have a little buffer there. Yeah. Um, and, and like we just broke down those, that the week, the hours in the week and, you know, breaking down all those things and you see like, yeah, like there's time, there's time. Right. Um, so one to two times a week, you know, if you can plan and, and that's the thing, this is where, this is where stuff like walking and stuff can not be as effective for people is because they don't treat it like a workout. There's no investment, Mm -hmm. right? So that's where like, oh, you go to like a gym and you have to pay for it and there's a location you have to go to. So now that means you have to show up there a a time, right? These layers help make it more likely you'll show up, right? So like, for example, at our gym, uh, yeah, it's like class-based, right? There, it is an investment. So, hey, I'm paying for this. Hey, I got to schedule this time on my calendar. Those two things alone make it more likely that people will go do it, mm-hmm. right? So, you, again, that's where the consistency step is. Yeah, you have to find a formula that allows you to be consistent, right? And sometimes having those layers in place are what people need, right? And But then again, when people do that, they start, oh, I got they're maybe very excited initially and then they lean too much on like all oh, this excitement and there is a time where i was able to carve out five days a week and then when they can't do that oh i'm a failure they feel like oh, they one, haven't done anything the suggestion of one we'll just come once or twice a week oh my god it's like well i'm not going to get anything out of that yeah it's like okay well if you don't have the goal of lowering your risk of heart disease cancer then yeah then then it's probably cool like um, but, uh, so many people, that's the other thing, get, get straight with what you're trying to achieve. A lot of people try to use exercise too much as like some form of like punishment or something. Mm-hmm. And like, they need to feel like punished, I guess, or like, so it's like, if I can't go enough and, and have all this, these beat downs, then I'm not getting anything out of it. Right. Yeah. When the reality is again, is like something as low intensity as walking consistently one hour a week, again, can lower these health factors, your risk mm-hmm. of these, these chronic issues. Like, is that a goal of yours? I'm hopefully everyone's nodding their head. Yeah. Um, if you're like 19 years old, it may, it's not something you're yes, thinking you're about. Yeah, you're not thinking about it. But yeah. So then right there, it's like, okay, can you find an hour a week? Yes. Two hours a week. Okay. Now what's that look like for you? Cool. You can, you can schedule in walks and be consistent with it. 
oh, wait, it's storming and raining today. Now you're going to do nothing. You fall off being consistent. You get out of habit. Okay, well, you should probably find a gym. So that rain's now not an excuse, mm-hmm. right? Something that better suits your ability to make um, it. And now, yeah, maybe you just go walk on the treadmill at the gym. But or, you still showed up. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you need to prioritize it, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, realize, like, what are my goals? And then also realize, you know, where am I at? If you have never exercised and in your head you're thinking, like, hey, I'm going to be, a, like, a pro CrossFitter, like, you just – the expectation's all wrong, yeah. right? And, you know, you think you got to beat yourself up, and you're not really going to get off the ground with that thinking. So realizing, like, look, I've never done anything before. Or I haven't done anything in a while. Like, two days a week is fine. It's great. You know, and that might change over time. But for right now, I can make it. I can be consistent and I'm going to get better with that. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't take. And actually, I would say that for most people, two to three days allows for enough recovery. And when you're coming five days a week and maybe you have other life stressors, your sleep's not great. You're kind of digging yourself into a hole. Yeah. Physically and mentally. Yeah. So, yeah, there's one thing to take away. It's realize going from being sedentary so some activity is a huge deal. At the same time, too, if you're thinking of ditching your activity because you can only do it a couple days a week, but then by ditching it, you, you, you are becoming sedentary, all or nothing, so to speak. Yeah, you need to. And you just start sliding down that hill of health. That is not. Uh, don't go that route. No. Right. Like, again, reward, like cheer, do whatever you need to do. Even just going one time a week, doing something one time mm-hmm. a week. Yeah. So there it is. It's all, it's all about the expectation, man. Set it up correctly and you'll be okay. Small amounts of exercise. Just little, little bites. Huge benefits. Little bites. And as your goals change, that might change too. Yeah. You know, you get real consistent and you're like, you know what? I do want to, you know, improve my physique a lot or whatever. Like, okay, well then maybe you can do a little bit more and you, and you find that, that you can handle that in terms of your schedule, but be okay with it and be yeah. okay with turning down up and down the dial. Like you said earlier, there might be periods of your life where you can train four yeah. or five days a week and feel great. But then there's other periods where maybe there's just so much going on with work or you're moving and you got to dial it down and you can only do two days. Yeah. And Ce- celebrate that you can still stay consistent with your activity. And realize if you want to train a ton, train a ton more, your sleep and your nutrition should scale up with that too. Mm-hmm. So it is a, it should be a much more bigger obligation if you do want to do that. So many people just want to train a ton more and add more, and they don't take their sleep and nutrition yeah, seriously. Yeah, their recovery is not so there. So it's like, well, you're not even going to benefit from all the extra training. Yeah, if you're getting five hours of sleep, sleep a night. And you just live in vacation mode, like just grab whatever, no yeah. planning with your food. Uh, like lo- it's going to come back to get you at some point. Yeah. Whether that's by injuries or burnout or, you know, whatever it may be. Like it will, it will get you. So... Yep. All right. Well, thanks for listening. I, I hope hope that resonates with someone, one person. It clicks for them. Hey, if we get one, I'm good. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, cel- celebrate your hour a week of training. Yeah. We're just out here trying to keep people. I'm trying to keep people healthy, baby. Not from being sedentary. Mm-hmm. Clap, Let's go do something. Clap it up one time a week. That's beast. Beast. That's hashtag hey, beast mode. hashtag beast mode. <laughs> Got my one hour. Start doing? Got my one hour beast mode. I can't Peace stand that. That's the problem, man. Jump off All these taglines and hashtags and everything celebrates like excess. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, I don't blame people like, oh, well, if I can only do this, what's the point, right? Yeah. It's just like if you want to learn how to cook and you, you watch 
a fancy cooking show. You're you watch like, Iron Chef. I can't do all that. I'm not even going to start. When the reality is like, hey, learning how to use a knife and learn basic fundamentals and boiling things. It's not baking. actually that hard. Yeah. It gets pretty basic. But yeah. No, if you knowing the basics t- gives you a lot, right? Like it's very effective. So, you, like, you can feed yourself. You may not be able to feed yourself gourmet meals. But you can feed yourself. But you can feed and like, yourself. And like we went over earlier, that's 90%. Yeah. And think about it. If you can't feed yourself, not, now where are we at? Yeah, well, you're having you're to not rely, eating. rely on someone else to feed you. Mm-hmm. So now you're at 7-Eleven eating big bites. <laughs> Wait, when's the last time you had a big bite? <laughs> College? Yeah, I don't even know if I've ever had one, honestly. Bro, I've never had a job where I, where I was like, kind of found myself needing to stop by 7-Eleven to eat. I ha- man, we would go by like, maybe high school after after school or after practice, we would go grab mm-hmm. something like a chocolate milk and a big bite from 7-Eleven. Yeah. Thinking back, I mean, you know, riding my bike to 7-Eleven as a kid and getting slurpees. <sighs> Everyone they would always have the uh every now and then like a special mm-hmm. slurpee, you know, so you got to you got to get that. So yeah, definitely all, you know, Familiar with th- with the Slurpee days, but big yeah, bite, the big bro. bites. Bro, they're like a, a half pound hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking back, like I wonder, I just wonder. Then I learned how to cook. Yeah, then you learn how to make chicken tenders. Mm. And now look at you. Yep. Still making chicken tenders. <laughs> chicken and rice. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.